Welcome back to episode 20-something of the Verbal Reasoning Podcast. Yes, I've lost count. It's that time of the year. We're reaching August, just to let you know. And we were lucky enough to actually be at the launch event on Saturday. So I don't know. I feel like uh, I'm, I'm partly a celebrity at this point. I don't know how you feel, Aaron. Uh, thanks for introducing me, Steve. Uh, terrible intro, by the way. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, we were at the the launch event, I guess, or the listening party for the glorious uh, album, The Essence, which is out now, and you can go listen to it on Spotify and iTunes and so on. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I thought, uh, I, you know, first of all, thank you to Glorious for inviting us. He um, he was on this podcast before he was on season one. We've done a whole episode surrounding him and his music. You know, he's a friend of the podcast and we were happy to be down there. Um, yeah, I really, I really uh, like the, I really like the album, first of all. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, look, I'm one of those people, you know me, I go to sleep with hate in my heart. I wake up with hate in my heart. I'm just a big old hater, but I'm not going to hate on him because um, I genuinely, as we said, when he came on to the episode back then, there's an improvement there. Right. And mm-hmm. the one thing you can't fault someone for is improving each time they release some music or anything really. They, he, he hasn't stayed stagnant and I feel like this uh, album is even better than the last. And, yeah. you know, he's got a lot of very high work ethic because he just keeps churning these uh, these albums out at the moment. I feel like we're getting a new one every six months, but this is better than anything that he's done before. It's the best thing he's put out. Um, I, I really enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the event. You know, I thought it was it was nice. And we obviously saw people there who have also been on the podcast before, such as Tony. Um, he was on one of the very first episodes, actually, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, no, it was it was a fun event. I enjoyed the music. As I said, you can listen to uh, the essence on Spotify and uh, iTunes, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, uh, what's your thoughts, Steve? Yeah, the essence by Glorious. I think I think it was uh, like really one of his best works, to be honest, um, in my opinion. And like you said, his work rate is insane. Um, if you like garage music, if you like kind of. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm pretending like I'm a music connoisseur, but do you know oh, don't you worry. Like, we can tell you're not. So uh, carry on. All right, no, no worries. But if you like garage music and you like that kind of vibe, it's very vibey. Let me put it that way. Very vibey. Yeah, as you can tell, we're not a music podcast. So I'm not <laughs> going to sit here and be like, mm, I really like the vibrato on the fourth. Do you know what I mean? I can't. I, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I don't know what the the musical terms are. We're not obviously going to sit here and look. It's a, like... look, look, look. it's a sick album. That's what I'm going to say. Just go give it a chance. Go on Spotify. Do you know what I mean? Glorious. Just go look for the album. I mean, he has mm. multiple albums out now, but The Essence is his recent one. And I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy the album. Slap it on and just like, if you like it, do you know what I mean? It's going to get saved in your playlist. And I'm sure this will get saved in your playlist. So give it a try, guys. Yeah, let's uh, let's not pretend to be the Joe Budden podcast for a second. But uh, uh, mm-hmm. regardless of the actual event itself, how did you feel? Because I, I, I felt, I'll you say how what? I felt in a moment, but how did you feel turning up to an event like that? So I turned up and um, it's not something I usually go to, obviously. Like this is our first one, like a listening party. And um, I can tell I'm a bit, let me say, uncool now. <laughs> For example, like people were ordering drinks. I ordered an espresso and a bottle of water. Like, that, that was my vibe. Do I feel I mean? that. I just got myself a diet Red Bull because I'm watching mm. my weight. Obviously, at this, <laughs> at this point in time, when we put on weight, it's harder to take it off. We're not kids anymore. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah I... I I'm glad you said you felt uncool because so did I. I'll be honest with you. See, first of all, you turned up looking like an accountant, right? We need to address oh, that. My that was days. crazy. He, ha- he was to do it more... No, no, you know what? No, no, no. Listen, what I was wearing a shirt about? as well, but I didn't look like an accountant, bro. Okay, you know why okay. you look like an accountant? Let me tell you why. Because 
you were wearing a shirt, buttoned up shirt, right? I was wearing like a white cotton cotton thing on top. Mm. But then the for, you didn't wear trousers underneath. Bro, you wore I, jeans. And then, you know trousers. what kills me about you? You know how I know you're a dangerous man? Because we told you before you turned up. I said, bro, please don't. We're like, that's an accountant. Like, you look like an accountant, a middle-aged accountant like that. And then, you know how I know you're an actual sociopath? When they were taking, like, that big picture where everyone was in mm. the picture, I stood to the side, right, realizing I'm not that cool. So I stood next to, uh, you know, another person who was on the podcast. Uh, you guys might know him as Lord Dio, but I just simply know him as Liam. So I stood next to him and Liam's taller than me, right? And I was kind of like, you know, kind of camouflaged because I thought, you know, I'm not dripping hiding. out like that. Let me know. You're hiding, not... yeah? Yeah, I was kind of hiding. You See know me, I mean? confidence, bruv. Confidence. First line. This no sociopath because you stood smack bang in the middle of the picture right next to Glorious and you're just like accountant up. You're surrounded by guys who obviously look drippy, uh, mm-hmm. as the kids would call it. And then there's just there's just you and me dressed like <laughs> we're going to our nine to five jobs. <laughs> 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 I did feel kind of out of place. Look, I can't front. I, I do, I do, I, I do admit, I did look like an accountant. Part of it is not my fault. Part of it is because I had to travel and I didn't bring the trousers, and it was a sticky one. I just had to like put something on that matched. But again, I, I put my hands up, guys. I'm an old man. Do you know what I mean? I look. I even even the drinks I was ordering was an old man drink. Man said espresso and bottle of water. But well, you, I swear, is it an espresso or an espresso? This is something that always pisses me off. I say How are you supposed to pronounce it, bro. I say espresso. You get, I don't know, man. But I feel it, like it's, it's supposed not to be even espresso, but I don't even know. Anyway, I don't drink coffee anyway. But Whatever. You know, I enjoy that kind of strong. Regardless strong of the point, strong. yeah. I feel yeah. like our personalities, um, like our spirits, our souls are a lot older than our actual ages because we shouldn't be this out of touch at our age right now. I'll yeah, that's true. If we're being 100, like, let's keep it a buck. If we're being 100, like, like, we were never really cool, uh, cool guys, you know what I mean? Let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. But we were never this out of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Out yeah, of, this is too much. Uh, this is when I, to, last Saturday was when I realized I need to make changes in my life because, boy, I'm, I'm not even old. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I'm relatively, like, I'm, how old am I? 26. Like, that's not really that old, do you know what I mean? But yeah, oh, um, we're literally we're we're young. We're considered young. But I'm I'm no, I'm not. Whole, I'm not even gonna entertain the idea that we're old. We're not old. But, we're not old. We're not old. But you know what, Evan? I enjoy my space. Same. I'm I've, re- I've reached a point where like I just don't give a shit. I just no, I know, roll up I and I make it in my own you, space. Do you know what I mean? I, I understand how you're saying like, oh, I need to make some changes. But that really just reaffirmed to me that I'm happy with who I am because I'm like, bro, this is just who i am i mean i was i was very grateful to be there and everything yeah because you know he's like he's our friend and uh was, like i said it was a good album i uh, enjoyed it and my biggest fear was that i'd turn up and then i'd have to pretend to like it when i didn't mm. which is a myth mm, like that's oh a myth. bro that that bar there man it almost flew over my head it's <laughs> so intricate like, i didn't want to have to do all that shit because that yeah, is yeah. long do you know what i mean but I was glad to be there and I was happy that the album was actually good because, you know, when I was complimenting him, it, it wasn't from... It was legit, place. innit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Um, but then, you know what kind of made me a bit like, oh, what's going on here? I was driving... So I drove everyone home because obviously I'm the only adult in our friendship group who <laughs> actually drove there with a car. Oh, I relax yourself. So then I, dro- I drove... Well, you don't even have a car, first of all. Yeah? Don't make me star on you oh, and my treat days. me like your chauffeur. But so anyways, I, I drove this work. guy off home and then I had two, two of my friends in the back and I said to him, oh, do you want to come, like, when you want to sit in, in the front? And obviously they're a couple and they, they were like, no, no, you know, we'll stay in the back. So I'm driving them home and I'm talking to them. And if I, I felt like a, a taxi driver, bro. I felt like an Uber, you know what I mean? I was like, right, is this like a generational curse I can't break? It was ridiculous. 
<laughs> that was actually so funny. Yeah, to like be fair, two, a couple semi drunk in the back, you know, loved up, and then me just in the front talking about, yeah, man, my, my nephew, man, he's, you know, the day he came out. I'm probably talking like a Uber cab driver as well. Like, I just felt, wow, I was just like, wow, mini cab. You know, when they're guys. talking for the sake of talking, you definitely would be like four, three and a half stars. Talk to you. Oh, my God. Yeah. If I was getting like a rating there, from Uber, Waffle job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would definitely give me a low rating still. 100, 100. If you're keeping it a buck. But you know what? I enjoyed the event. I'm not going to lie. Like, I really enjoyed it. I know hey, I, was, I stood you out. Know what? But you know what it's... I liked about it, Evan? You know what I liked yeah. about it? Yeah. I did not feel awkward. Even though, though I knew I stood out, like, I felt very comfortable in that space. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm a psychopath. I don't know. Maybe I can rock no, up. No, you're a dangerous guy for wearing, dangerous that, wearing, wearing the outfit when we told you not to. But... I do agree. I felt really comfortable as well because, I, again, mm. I think even though I wasn't friends with a lot of the people there, like most of them I had never met and some of them I knew from school, but I wasn't even friends with them in school to be entirely mm-hmm. honest with you. <laughs> but I think just having the familiar faces around mm. was just, it was nice. You didn't feel that out of place. And also like, obviously you got to remember we haven't actually gone out and had like exactly. a, an actual thing to do in such a long time. So having gone back to that sort of environment, Felt nice, man. It was a, it was a nice event for mm. sure. Shout out, glorious! You know, lovely album. Uh, it was like a meet and greet. Do you know what I mean? Like success, it, it, it felt good because, like, at the first this is like the first time in a long time where I'm socializing properly, like yeah. in a format. Do you know what I mean? Like it's been so long since I've had something like that. So Bro, for I me, mean, like I was for looking the past, forward to it. What year? Oh, the only people mm. that I've you know quote unquote socialized with has been patients that are like on the brink of death, and you know. That's about Me, it. Really. My family members and you, and you, yeah, that's it. Really, like we haven't. I haven't really met any anyone that's kind of in our age or age range exactly, and yeah. just been like, oh, how you doing, man? Blah blah. So I do. I was a bit awkward at first, but you know, we 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 went into it and we kind Slide of you know, got it, back yeah. into the vibe. Also, Sri Lankan food is sick, bro. Oh my god! I mean, there was like a there was a platter out, or I don't know how to describe it, but a spread. Let's put it that way. And it was like Sri Lankan food, and it was all like veggie stuff, but. Bro, I was trying to be it. coy, like not not attacking the table straight away. Right. I, mean, I was trying to, I was trying to act a bit classy. You know what I mean? Not just attack the food straight away. But boy, did you see mutton roll? Lanka mm. mutton roll. My mm. God, that thing is amazing, bro. I mm. Yeah, it was really nice. Keep talking, Aaron. There was this fried thing. It was like, I, um, nah, nah, listen, it would be so funny if we spent twenty minutes now talking about the food instead of. But you know what? <laughs> this actually shows our like our. This is exactly the age thing. Well, obviously we're not old, but it shows that we're like. So, so interested in the food. I was like, "Wow, Sri Lankan food! How mm. how how exotic!" You know, like <laughs> I was on that vibe. Do you feel me? Like Mm-mm. it was it was uh, it was it was strange to realize just how much we changed. I'm not gonna lie though. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give a proper description in it. But there were a couple man there with 2003 drip, yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> look, I'd rather have the middle-aged man drip than that drip. I'm gonna yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Like you now, don't... I don't wanna I don't wanna name names and I don't wanna like even describe the outfit because it will make it too obvious for who I'm talking about, innit? But certain man. San Andreas. That's what yeah, I'm gonna San say. Andre- yeah, let's just say San Andreas, isn't it? GTA. The GTA San Andreas. <laughs> That's what man was dressed like. You know the 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 guy. I'm not even gonna. No, I'm not even gonna go into details because you'll know who it is, uh, or he'll know who it is if uh, <laughs> one of his friends listen and tell him. But, uh, but you know what? You know what? Big up to that guy because if he feels comfortable, do you know what I mean? It's the same vibe. He done a Steve. He done a Steve. He, done a Steve. he just said Psychopath. this is what I'm comfortable in. I don't give a shit, bro. This is this is the this is the point you want to reach because you don't want to be that guy that's trying when he's forty. Do you know what I mean? Because so, so, some guys that's like are my like, worst nightmare. They're they're forty and they're still trying to force drip. Don't force it, bro. Just so the tight it. jeans and the tight jeans. shirt over the dad gut. 
and the J-I-N-Z. flat back. Come on, bro. Jeans. You know what Jeans. I mean? Like, That's it. You don't want to be that guy. So be comfortable who you are. Do you know what I mean? Wear what you want to wear in reason. I feel like, I was, okay, I was pushing the reason, but still it was within reason. <laughs> Just do you, man. This is a lesson in life, Aaron, actually. This is a very deep lesson. Never be man, ashamed think- of yourself. Yeah, I mean, look, I respect the fact no that you were just like, it is what it is, bro, and you've done your thing. But, you know, still, um, yeah, you do need to be taken to the Hague for that drip. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, it wasn't drip. But, but anyway, yeah, it is yeah. what it is. What can we say? So, Erin, mm. in other news, okay. you watching the Olympics or what? Well, I'm going to be honest with you, I have not mm. watched a single fucking event. Of me. Oh, I have same. not watched anything. I don't know why though. Like I, I usually look forward to Olympics. I won't even, I won't even front because there's certain events that I'm like, all right, I need to watch this. And I think we mentioned it in the last podcast. So without longing it out, but this time, I don't know, man. I feel like, you know, everything with like COVID and I don't want to go back to the COVID thing, but just to mention it quickly, it just dampened everything. Like I, I can't be bothered to follow stuff anymore. If that makes sense. Like nothing matters really. It's just a nihilist uh, point of view. Yeah. I feel like also, you know, when they said that fans weren't going to be allowed and like, also, I feel like now it's kind of been the opposite of what was happening initially when we had COVID, where initially there was like no sports, no nothing, everyone was bored. Now I feel like just to be able to keep up with the schedule of things, they've kind of given us too much sport. So obviously there was a lot of Premier League games back to back, then it was mm. the Euros, and now as soon as the Euros finished, the you know Olympics start, and then we're going to have the next season of the Prem starting in like 20 days. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like now there's like a too much being thrown mm, our way. I get what you mean, And yeah. I feel like the BBC's kind of fumbled it a little bit as well. They fumbled the bag. Yeah, because like the other day I was trying to, I saw that it was the the football head side, the Olympic football, and I tried to mm. watch it on BBC. Now, obviously, most people have uh, iPlayer, right? Mm. I, and I couldn't access the match through iPlayer. I'm assuming you know it was like the red button thing. So. They only show, I think they only show now the Brits, which is oh, horrendous. Really? Like I remember they used to show everyone, every event you used to be able to watch it. But I think they... They only show the British events because I was looking for the judo ones as well and the t- taekwondo ones, and it was only the British ones, and then they completely cut off. Mm. So it's, it's, I don't know, maybe the Olympics have made it, the subscription more expensive. Maybe I think, BBC I think Eurosport or something like that in the UK, they have half of the rights. Mm. So potentially they like, have all of the other stuff. Bro, that just kills the whole thing. I'm not watching it then. I'm just I'm just not watching it. I've got better things to do. I'm sorry. If, you, if you're going to restrict me like that, there's no point. Yeah, I mean, I was particularly looking forward to the judo. And you know what it is? Like I said, it's far, thick and fast. Like, mm. I, I swear with taekwondo or judo or whatever, they've it's already over. got given the gold. And if, like, it's already over. I didn't yeah, even realize yeah. it had started. I think judo today is over. Taekwondo was yesterday. It's insane. Yeah, and a guy so who quick. looks like Bruno Fernandez was saying got, got silver. And then he, they, he, he said, oh, they call me um, Mesutozio. I don't know who Bruno Fernandez is or something like that. No, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I called him that, by the way. No, because I just think he looks like Bruno <laughs> Fernandez. But... Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I think they fumbled the bag, to be honest. But what can you do, man? I'm just going to enjoy my life. Do you know what I mean? Another heat wave is coming. I'm not going to bother thinking about, oh, did I miss uh, you know track and field number five? Mm-hmm. But that. No, and let's be honest, like, on the long, like, big scheme of things, no one remembers anyone from the Olympics unless you're like a, a super duper star. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and if you're in one of the sexy sports, do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you're in the, if you're in the hundred meters, if you're, I mean, in some ways, I guess maybe the weight, li- if you're in one of the weightlifting ones, but that's a very niche community mm, as well. It is, yeah. You know, what, what is there? I mean, again, like you said, unless you're like a superstar, like Michael Phelps or Usain Bolt or someone like that, 
Mm. I think you'll get remembered like that anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not to not to shit on people who are doing maybe slightly less well-known sports or well-loved sports, but like I've never watched the Egalit, whatever that was, the one where they forced the horses to dance. Oh like, yeah, that watch that. I don't care who who does that. Shit. Yeah, who, yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I saw people saying, "Oh, how can how can break dancing and skateboarding be an Olympic sport? How the hell is that a sport? Do you know what I mean? You're, it's the horse doing the whole thing, and then the person." Bro, it's so like, jokes. You're just sitting on a horse. Like animal like, cruelty. Does an animal want to be there, bro? Like, have you asked the horse if he wants to go to the Olympics? Give me a trained uh, horse, and I'll get gold. That's all I'm gonna say, <laughs> you know what I mean? bro. Like, am, am I am I the one dancing? Am I not just sitting on a horse? I don't uh, know. Yeah, at least with break dancing, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's actually the guy that's popping and locking, not the mm. bloody horse. Do you feel me? So, Mm-mm. You know I, what? I've got know, a question man. for you, Aaron. Mm. Out of all the competitions, if you had to compete in one, which one would you think you'd do the best in? Is there an egg and spoon race? <laughs> I think you're, you're, you're a bit broken for that. I think you need uh, to go a bit lower than that. Okay, a bit lower than that. <laughs> yeah, the horse one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me horse is lower than egg and spoon? Oh, bro, you're not, fam, either egg and spoon is your hand-eye coordination. You're literally getting the horse to do everything else. When you're, do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. So, um, also, you know what like, they should do? Gonna, yeah, they should so, do but, a terrible Olympics where they get like the worst of each country and they make them compete against each other. And I think that would be hilarious. Basically, like, get whoever has that. the highest BMI in every country and just say, <laughs> we're going to see out of the worst physically who can do the best. Who's the best? Let them go for it. <laughs> What was I going to say though? Yeah, I was going to go God, God, I've just forgotten. I was about to say something about. Yeah, I think if I was actually to try to compete in a sport, mm. though Olympic sport, obviously I, I was a jiu-jitsu black belt. So I guess I know I don't think jujitsu is an Olympic sport, but judo, judo is. The closest, yeah. So I, I guess technically I would do judo. What would you mm. do? Is there karate? Bro, you know what I do? I'd actually do shot put. I reckon I could shot put ball quite far. But have you seen some of the guys that are doing? No, 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 no. Though, but I'm, I'm saying like feel like shit brick houses like. But like obviously, oh, but you're saying, gonna... oh yeah. To be fair, it's like it's not like I can go and do judo tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, like... <laughs> yeah, we'd have to actually train for it. Yeah, I'm but saying out of all enough. the sports, I think I'd be the best at. Uh, my best chance would be shot put, but I'd be destroyed, bro. These guys are throwing balls like I don't know how much they weigh, like five to ten kilos. They're throwing them like 200, 300 meters. That's insane. That, bro, it's ridiculous, man. This is this is what I don't think people grasp just how. Like how physically superior you have to be to the average guy to just be in the Olympics. They're think, actually freaks. Like who was that guy who done the circuits. long jump? The ginger guy who was from the from Britain. Oh yeah, and he broke like the world record or something. And they showed on a on a like a TV program just how far the jump was. Mm. And he was like, "How can a human being even jump? Like my mind couldn't comprehend that, bro. I can't even go up more than three steps at a time. And this guy's jumping like the length of a bus or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just insane, ridiculous. Man. I think they're all like genetic freaks, honestly. Like. I think genetically, like their body are built for the sport. Yeah, I think like, you need to, you must have some, le- like some level of genetics must come into play with it. Oh, 100%, man. Because like that guy being able to jump that far, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like no mm-hmm. matter how much you train, like for, even if I was to train every day from when I was born, I'm certain I couldn't have jumped that far. Like I just don't have the muscle types for it, I think. But can we talk about, can we wrong. talk about the Olympics and like how shady the sport is? I don't know. I want to take it down this road, yeah? No, okay, so go the- for it. The, the Olympic Committee obviously makes, m- not millions, like they probably make a billion plus out of the Olympics. Imagine all of yeah, the of broadcasting course. rights mm. worldwide, etc. The athletes usually, like if you win gold, they make around like 30K. If you win. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, so if you do not win, if you do not win, j- just from the Olympic, 
uh, going into it. If you do not win, you get, like you're absolutely shagged. Like you, you don't get. They don't reimburse your uh, training fees. They don't reimburse the camps. And imagine, like, not everyone wins gold every year. So you probably train for like five to ten years to get that one chance to win gold. The Olympic yeah, I guess they make their money disgusting. from sponsors, right? The the, the athletes if and those are the ones who are actually look, famous. They would make it from sponsors rather someone than actually from, from the Olympics. Someone yeah. a, a runner from Zimbabwe will not get mm. sponsors. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. maybe if you're American and you're high profile, then yeah, you'll get a sponsor like Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt. They for sure made money. But this is outside of the Olympics. But I'm talking like within the Olympic just in itself. Basically, bro, you can train for four years, invest a small fortune in your in your training, and then end up flipping burgers in a McDonald's, basically. Yeah, is, yeah, that, yeah. is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm trying to say. So I, I don't know, man. Loki, I'm happy I'm not watching it. Because it's, it's you kind know of what? Like uh, this is the thing I've again, I don't want to sound like the big old red, but unionize, man. For God's sakes, unionize like UFC fighters, WWE wrestlers, Olympic mm. athletes unionize you're generating you know so is, much though? goddamn money make a union but you know what it is it's the accessibility so it's very accessible to be competing in it mm. so people go for it from like the bottom of societies and do you know what i mean yeah but like once you're in like you're screwed is is either you take the chance or you don't because you know the olympics is such a huge name you know like, what? people it, rather take said, the chance it is a bit predatory as well in the sense that for a lot of people I feel like now it's kind of changed a little bit where it's more middle-class people and stuff. Like, you know, they have a young education from young mm. uh, and then they end up going to the Olympics. But, you know, generally speaking, you tend to find that people who were maybe born into like kind of poorer families and, you know, lower socioeconomic backgrounds. This is the same with football and everything else, UFC yeah, and all yeah. of these things. They tend to do the sport because they see that as their way out. And then what Definitely, these predatory yeah. companies and associations do is kind of give them you know, what is in essence pocket change for the amount of money that they generate uh, mm. to reel them in. And then yeah. once you're in, they sign you on a long ass contract. You've accepted like 30K, six years down the line, you've got no part of your body that isn't broken anymore. Exactly. And uh, At the age of 30. like At the age of 30, you know what I mean? Your life expectancy's dropped like halved. And, and now it's like, oh, well, we made you famous. You know, what else do you want? So I don't know, man. It's, it, like yeah. you said, it is a bit shady. I actually didn't think about I, think, I don't know why, but the Olympics kind of has this air of like uh, regality to it. It's kind of like, you know, yeah, because it's, it's been going on for so long, you know, and let's be honest, like the committee that has it now is not the original committee that was in ancient Greek, Greek times. Yeah, like, you know I mean, they just took the name <laughs> yeah. and still kept with it. I mean, it, it was probably really, if you think about it, the committee was probably born in like, you know, pre-World War One, at, mm. at, like at most, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's not really the Olympics. They just took the name and made a lot of money from it. But it's kind of disgusting the way they, they run it, in my opinion. And like like you said, these these athletes, you know, they spend all the... You have to dedicate your life to get gold. I'm sorry. No one just rocks up and says, you know what, I'm going to do a, you know, a camp, a one-year camp and win gold. Like you have that's to be so doing funny to me life. because that's basically why Anthony Joshua done with boxing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. You, 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 <laughs> you again, just turned up and said, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. it. And he just won everything. But yeah, he no, no, that's though, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, but, I mean, other than maybe a very, very, very rare individual, of course, mm. like you have to dedicate your life to this sort of thing. I mean, and also it depends on like the heavyweight scene, etc. But let's take something like judo, which is huge all over the world. Mm. And they're like, imagine like Japanese people do it from like age of nothing to... Do you know what I mean? To when they compete for Olympics, which is the aim. Yeah. In the end, you end up getting less than if you competed on like a, a third party judo competition. 
How does that make any sense? I find sense? that so strange. I find that very strange. That's so weird, right? That it actually makes no fucking sense. So I don't know. Big L for the Olympics there. Kind of. Shit, are, we, are we advocating boycotting the Olympics? I think it's time. Boy, I think it's time, I think guys. We might have to, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually think about it like that. But if that is the case, then well, fuck the Olympics, isn't it? I mean, fuck them. <laughs> fuck the, yeah, ex- yeah. <laughs> the horse riders. <laughs> fuck everyone. Fuck, fuck, uh, fuck the horses and the man that rode in on them. Yeah, fuck them all. Right? Yeah, exactly. Get, get them out of it. That being said, actually, mm. um, let's talk a little bit about, about the UFC. Mm. I don't know why, but I just felt like talking about it now. Go for it, yeah. Giving that way. So, like, you know, obviously we, we've maybe discussed this on the pod. Maybe we haven't. But when you look at, like, individuals like Tyrone Woodley now and Ben Askren before him fighting YouTubers and stuff like that. Mm. And, you know, when you see, like, the discrepancy of talent in between, you know, when you look at someone who, like, boxes... Mm. And the overall level and quality of the boxes that are available. And then you look at the overall quality of the UFC fighters that are available. I think it was you who said previously that, like, for example, if you were to take Khabib, wrestler, into the Olympics to wrestle, he might be able to be Olympic level, right? Definitely, yeah. But other than him, who I else? mean, the, the, who Ronda else Rousey. really is a great wrestler like that? Yeah, Ronda Rousey is the only, like, she did, she was a gold medalist in judo. Exactly. They managed so to wrestle there's, there's like a rare few. And then obviously it's very obvious when they actually fight. Like Kobe 29, exactly. I don't know, undefeated. Ronda Rousey had her reign as well, but she was undefeated for a very long time. Like what, what do you think needs to be done? A, in terms of the pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I said, I think they should all unionize. And I know that, you know, these guys are very much against it and there's, they do anti-union stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but also on top of like increasing the actual level of ability and attracting fighters that are Olympic level into the UFC? Look, it, it, it don't make sense on anyone's side. For UFC, they want to control their fighters. Let's put it that way. Because if they don't control their fighters, a boxing situation would happen where, you know, the fighters are the bosses, not the association, mm-hmm. which is okay. So then they have to like, obviously control them through pay, right? And then you get proper like actual world level athletes in their own sports that look at UFC and say, it pays a bit more than my usual competition, except I have the chance of like breaking everything. Like, why would you take it? It doesn't make any sense, especially if you already have like a name in the sport that you're in and you're well respected anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just it, it's a no brainer. Like, it makes no sense to go to UFC, get probably less actually, not even a bit more, less than what you're being paid for a normal judo competition or wrestling competition, where the most you're going to get yeah. is a bruise and it like. It's stupid. They need to increase the wages. They need to increase the payments of their fighters to attract elite level athletes. Otherwise, it's just going to stay how it is now. Like, I'm yeah, not saying they're not like elite a level. A few Conor McGregor, yeah, exactly. Khabib, who actually get a lot of money, but you Khabib know, even was them a, on be, their on their come up, it took ages for them to get. Before Khabib was a UFC champ, even before he entered UFC, he was a Sambo champion. Do you know what that means? Like, he, that, that's insane. Like a Sambo champion, basically, you're. Equivalent it to like a gold medalist in, in wrestling or judo. Like he was consistently Sambo champion in Russia, the whole of Russia. So he yeah, was already a, a proven very athlete. Impressive guy. I mean, the fact that they even managed to land him is pretty, pretty, you know. Well, it's, it's obvious, isn't it? They take people from like third world countries, give them an opportunity, and it's going to pay more than. By the way, uh, Russian there. comrades, I, I am not calling you a third world country. I don't agree with what Steve oh, said days. there. Um, <laughs> please I think don't, people don't understand. poison my tea. The opportunities that they get there compared to what they can make in America <coughs> yeah, yeah, course, is different. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, they prey on people like this. And now this is why you're getting a lot of Chechnyans and Russians coming into UFC. It's because it's like, 
you know what I mean? They know they can lap up the division. Yeah, they know they can lap very, it up and get paid more. It's very predatory the way they, they approach mm. these things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird one, but I don't know, man. I just want the, to be honest, I really don't care about the organizations. I just want the fighters to get what they're worth. And I'm not yeah. talking about the one-offs, like, you know, Conor McGregor made like more than he'd ever need in like free family lifetimes. He's like a half, he's a half a billionaire at this point with his yeah, it's like, risky investments and all of that as well. And this is how they attract fight. people. Yeah. They get like the one-offs for such as McGregor and say, look what you can be. But the reality is that's like, you know, 1% of all UFC fighters. Yeah. So it, it's, it's like a, it's, it's like capitalism. It's the same stuff where, they, you know, you show, you know, superstars and you tell, you tell people, oh, this is the dream and is accessible to you. But in reality, you, you know, the chances of you getting up to that level are very low. Yeah. So I don't know, very predatory. I'm not a big fan of the UFC model. I understand why it works and how it can be good for viewers as well. Because, mm. you know, by controlling fighters, you also make sure that the best fight the best, regardless. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, I mean, for, for example, in boxing, that doesn't necessarily happen, but they all get paid pretty well. So, well, I mean, it, like, you know in mean? comparison, obviously, there's boxes, there's a whole plethora of boxes that don't get paid well at all. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think in boxing, um, like, generally speaking the pay is a lot better and you've got promoters like eddie Hearn who are a bit more like who are, you know when you look at older generation boxes like obviously mike tyson had his issue mm. um with uh was it don king don king that bastard. yeah and like so he had his issues with him and that but like you know when you got these young uh, promoters like eddie Hearn who are a bit more you know fair on their fighters as well on top of everything else exactly you know people get paid a bit better and realistically look when you pay your fighters better and you attract more talented fighters the heavyweight division was dead for a while, but then look at it now. It's been revived. It's been re- rejuvenated. Everyone right? because, is winning. Everyone exactly, is winning. Everyone wins if you if you actually attract the best talent and pay them what they're worth, right? I mean, uh, personally, I think that's the way it should be done. Um, but you know what? Let me change the subject here. Hmm. This is going to be a mad segue. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, segue. Do it. Yeah. When you said superstar, my immediate thought went to, for some weird reason, LeBron James. Because he is a superstar, right? Yeah, he is. Definitely. And... Uh, you know, obviously, he's now in Space Jam 2. Oh, did you watch it? I haven't watched it. Have you? No, I need to watch it. I need to watch it. I used to love... Space Jam 1 was my shit. Oh, like, God, when I was Michael, a kid, I loved bro, that Michael film. Jordan, the reason why I've always loved him is because of Space Jam 1. And then when I grew up, I found that he's a sociopath. Like, he just wants to win <laughs> under yeah. any condition. And I liked him even more. But, um, yeah, I was just going to say, like, what, what's your thoughts on all these, like, remakes, man? Like, I, feel I like, don't know, uh, man. I'm getting tired. I'm not sure if I like it, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm getting tired of remakes, like, enough. Like, after the first one. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind one remake every 10 years, but it's come to a point where, like, every film has to be a remake. I've not seen an original film since Inception. Like, do you know what I mean? A big original film. Yeah, I feel like there isn't that many original movies coming out. Um, That's why I really like Parasite, for example. I thought that was a really nice movie. And, uh, you know, I think... I think hmm. it's just the easy formulaic way of doing things where it's like, oh, well, here's Disney. We had all these animated movies from like 50, 60 years ago. Let's just turn them all live action. Uh, exactly. You know, yeah. oh, okay, we've done all of that. Okay, so how about we take, uh, you know, who shot Roger Rabbit? I'm sure they'll make another version oh, of that. 100%. And then they'll take, you know, George in the Jungle. I don't know if that will run in today's times, but they might take that and make that into a live action. They made Tarzan into a live action. They made Lion King into a live action. It makes sense, though, if you think about it, because there's no risk. You already know the formula works. You know this story bangs. 
And so for the new generation like who doesn't Marvel, know the story, or bang again. Yeah, it's exactly like Marvel, man. It's the Marvel cinematic universe industrial complex. Like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like they have a formula. They know it works. And so they just kind of twist up the story a little bit and apply it to the formula and just let it go, right? And it's... Imagine how much that saves in costs, like to hire writers, like proper writers. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's business. But this is what I hate. Like they remove the art from films, in my opinion. Yeah, like, for example, I was, uh, the other day, I was just going through TikTok, and, you know, TikTok has this whole, like, movie thing, and I was just looking at it where, like, the movie section of TikTok, where, you know, they were showing clips from movies like Heat, Goodfellas, Godfather, you know, these crime thrillers and stuff like that, and I'm like, I don't I don't even think we've got any of those types of movies really coming out lately, or if they are, they're no. not that good. Like, you know, you don't see the best actors playing those sorts of roles anymore. You just see exactly. them again making these remakes and playing in these, uh, you know, Marvel movies and so on. And it's just kind of like, oh, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit tired of it, honestly. I mean, as much as I love John Wick and the actor, if you really think about it, John Wick is just like a version of Matrix that is filtered down, that has a really weak story plot. Where, yeah, like, basically, you, it's like, yeah. yeah, there's a chosen guy and he goes around and he kills the bad guys. The story, <laughs> but the story plot is so shallow. The Matrix was such a deep film. You know, there was a lot of themes in it. Plus, it was an the action Matrix film. still holds up very well. Very well. I, I watched it last night. I watched night. it the other day. Very Bro, I, yeah, yeah, I watched it the other day yeah. as well. It actually really holds up very well. So, yeah, you could, like, what they do is they take, like, a, maybe a star from the 90s, 2000s, bring him back, put him into a movie that really doesn't have that like, that good of a plot line, but really good, uh, either CGI or really good, like, you know, fight choreography. And just just wheel him up and let him go. Because, you know, when you say Keanu Reeves is going to be in this movie, he's got a cult following as well, exactly. right? Yeah. So you can just put him into pretty much anything and people will give it a watch just for the sake of it being Keanu Reeves anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting bored of films. So, like, I don't know. If you're a one-dimensional person, sure. You, I mean, if, you do, if you're not into cinema, let me put it that way. If you're not into cinema, then it works for you because all you're looking for is entertainment. But if you really love cinema, do you know what I mean? If, you're, if you have class, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know it's not good enough. Now, do you know what it is? Like, I don't mind. I don't mind those movies, but I would like the diversity. You understand? Like, uh, people were complaining about um, Sean Hobbs, the far from the Fast and Furious. You know how they had like a spin-off movie? It's an you know, Oz movie, so ridiculous, and this and that. I'm thinking, why mm. are you watching it like it's meant to be The Godfather? Why are you watching yeah. it like it's meant to be a piece of cinema? Do you know what I mean? It is what it is. If you're in the mood for that kind of ridiculous, ludicrous action, you go watch one of those movies. But we don't have enough alternatives, which are like. High budget, well made films with original plot lines. There's not that many, if I'm being honest with you. Mm-mm. And that's where I have the issue. And so, like, seeing this kind of uh, bastardization of Space Jam <laughs> by, uh, by uh, <laughs> you know, uh, LeBron James instead of Michael Jordan and everything, it's, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of tired of it, to be honest. Yeah, it's disappointing. But you know what? This is the era we live in. Another superhero film is going to come out soon. I'm pretty sure that's going to be meh and people are going to overhype it. And everyone's gonna fucking eat it up, even including me. Let's be honest. So well, to be honest, though, I mean, I, if you, I don't know if you watched Loki. No, I didn't watch it, but it's a TV show, yeah, right? I won't give you, yes, yeah, I won't give you any spoilers or anything. But that was a very, very good TV show. I'm gonna be honest. But then here's the thing: this is what I'm saying. I'm not against them making these types of movies. I just want to have the alternative. You know what I mean? Like the alternative just isn't there. Um, but yeah, man. Like I don't want to dwell on this topic again too long. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, I just thought I'd bring it up. When you said superstar, the first thing I thought was LeBron James, really. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, well, well you know what? This weekend, after the um, the glorious uh, release, you know, the, I think it was the day after, it just started pouring down. 
I mean, like, what is this weather, bruv? I, I know we love to complain about weather, but honestly, what is this? Like, I, I don't think there's any country that's like the UK, which is kind of special in a way. Which is special in a very bad way, though. <laughs> it's not like that's the issue. That's that's the problem. I, mean, I, mean, I have like... no idea. Like the weather app is just freestyling at this point. Because when I woke up this morning, it said there wasn't going to be any rain. Then halfway through the day, it said there was going to be rain, like showers. And then I've come home and there's no rain at all. And it's badly nighttime anyway. I just feel like even the weather app can't kind of decide. And yeah. surely this is an indicator that global warming is actually kind of speeding. That's up what a I was going to go on to. I mean, I, I think this year. The average temperature has risen by three degrees uh, since something quite recent, like maybe 10 years ago. Or some, I read a stat somewhere like that, which is insane. Like three degrees is a lot in such a short span of time. Do you know what I mean? Extrapolate that by, you know, 10 more years. We've or... talked to hell about it, but obviously all the billionaires are trying to get off the planet as well. So that's not a good sign. That doesn't bode well with me. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 mean, I think it's... it's part of this. Yeah, I, I think they, they realise that maybe... You know, we might have seen the uh, the end of the days. So the I mean, I saw thinking. there was like a report from the, I think it was the UN. We posted it on our story where they pretty much said, well, we've kind of fucked it already. Like at this point, we've irrevocably messed up. And actually, we don't have hundreds of years. We've probably got like another 50 before, you know, like mm. it's actually going to become borderline unbearable to live on the planet. And whose and fault, that is, that, Aaron? Che- um, whose fault? fault is that? You know what, Steve? That's your fault. Because you and the straws. drank from a straw, you piece of shit. You just couldn't drink with a, with a metal reusable straw. You had to use your plastics. And because of you and just you and not the corporation, don't look at the corporations. It's not their fault. They didn't do anything. No, no, don't look at the corporations at all. It's your fault, Steve, for using a fucking plastic straw, you piece of shit. How dare you? Look, I know I'm a piece of shit. That's one thing I'll admit. <laughs> But this, I'm sorry. Like, look, everyone has their personal responsibility. I do agree with that. Like, you try to make the best in your life, but don't don't give me that rubbish about you know it's the consumer's fault. Please, please, don't do this. When like wasn't there like a thing the other day report that came out the other day which talked about like seventy percent or something like that of the world's global emissions are from big corporations. Like, and these people want to tell us that it's because we we're using straws that is happening. Of course, man. So not all the toxic waste that you're putting out into the ocean, not all of the deforestation that you're doing in the Amazon, and you know, you're not. It's not the uh, many mass weapons that you're producing on a daily basis that are then used to absolutely obliterate landscapes that is causing all of these issues. It's it's me with my straws, really. And look, look, let's be honest, yeah. Right? None of us are using plastic straws now, and why is that the case? Because the government put in, you know, kind of legislation, res- yeah, legislation, and this is how you shape society. Like you, do, you don't say, "Hey, you person A, B, and every single other A and B, you know, all all do this." It's up to the government's responsibility to shape the way society moves. And let's be honest, the only reason why they weren't shaping it the way that you know it should have been shaped is because there's so much money in it. Do you know what I mean? There's so much money in it. And at the end, end of the day, the money ruled. Now they want. Now people want to come up and like blame. You know what I mean? Everyday people are just struggling to even make it by the week. Do you know what I mean? Put food Wait, on the do, table. Do you know what kills me? Galvin, man. I saw this video where they were like, "Ah, oh, you know, we if we have a bit of mammoth DNA, maybe our science has gone far enough where we can clone mammoths." I'm like, bro, the actual elephants are about to go extinct, and you're talking about let's bring back the mammoth, fam. Please worry about the animals that we've got at the moment. You've got the flipping polar bears trying to escape. Uh, you know, the North Pole because they're mm. bloody, all of the ice things are melting. You know, we, we, we're not just affecting 
humans with our actions. We're affecting everything that lives on this planet. We're literally destroying the planet. Yeah, pretty and, much. And, you know, regardless of how bad it gets, you've got congressmen in America bringing a snowball from outside and saying, well, if, I tell you, if global warming was real, then why isn't this snowball melting? That was, my, that was my, yeah, yeehaw. That was my Texan accent, my attempt at a Texan accent. But Apologies you know, to our listeners are from yeah, Texas. Yeah, I do apologize if you're from America, by the way, which I know some of you are, but it's like, come on, man. Like, really, this is this is the kind of discourse that's happening on the government level where yeah, yeah. people are saying stupid things like, oh, well, this if this ice didn't, you know, snowball is outside, then it means they can't be global warming. You know, it's just... It's stupid, it's idiotic, and I feel like we keep going over it, but I feel like it really needs to be hammered home that stop trying to place the blame on individuals. This is a government-level issue that needs to be fixed at the government level via legislation. There's a worldwide issue. When China was pumping out all kinds of gases into the air for, you know, cheap products, you know, who, who was stopping it? Who was putting in legislation to say, you know what, we, we banned imports from China? Or No one cared. Yeah. Bro, no one cares. Everyone was, was funny, making though. money. Government was making money. Big companies were making money. In the end, they just... They'll, they'll point at China and they'll say, oh, well, look at their big companies and look at what they're doing there. With China, they won't say, oh, look at how many plastic straws they have. They'll say, oh, look at the companies. But when you turn around to them and say, okay, but what about the companies on our shores that are doing the same thing? Well, no, no, no. You, It's because you went to McDonald's and you ordered a, a Coke and they gave you a plastic mm. straw. That's why it happened. Get because you man. chose it. It's like, come on, man. Like, it's grow not realistic. Up. It's not, yeah, just grow up. That's not, let's, let's be real here for a second. And like even China that is doing this, who's driving this demand? Do you know what I mean? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> where, where do you think they're sending the all these, yeah, where do you think they're sending all these components and these things that they're just, you know, cheaply manufacturing dirty? Again, and... you know what it comes down to? China's, China has a massive labor force. They're willing to do it for cheaper. And so rather than you paying your staff and your laborers what they're worth, Again, this go. is a byproduct of capitalism. You're deciding to move your labor overseas. Yeah. And then you're demonizing people overseas for the fact that you are, are so greedy, you want to basically manufacture something for five pounds and sell it for a grand here. Mad. Rather than just selling it for a grand here and paying 500 for it and just getting it done in your country. Aaron, I'm staring at that Karl Marx book right now. Bro, I'm telling you, pick give it me, give, give, oh, give, give it a read. Just give shivers. it a read. Shivers, no, shivers. Just give it a read. Just give it a one read, real quick. Because really, when you come down and you look at the root problem of everything, there's always one, one culprit when you really go down and you look at it. I'm not going to say what it is, but I think our listeners know what it is. It starts with a C and ends with an ism, right? That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And it's not sexuality. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This is an actual, you know, the, 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 you know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> Well, actually, you know what? That's so funny because I just realized that communism mm. and capitalism both start with a C. And yeah, <laughs> that's actually true. Actually, yeah. to be fair, it could be both. It is both. They, to be honest, fault. to be I'm fair, not, it is, yeah, they're all it's right. both. Let's be honest. Like, they're both. They're yeah, both China, it, China is technically a communist country, but anywho, I think it, we've we've given that a nice little... Little wick-wack. Yeah, a little wick-wack. We've talked about that. Um, is there any other topic, Steve, that you want to kind of discuss? I don't know well, if this episode is going to be a bit short if we don't discuss. Maybe let's discuss one more topic if you've got Yeah, one. yeah. Well, I guess, um, I don't know what to talk about, listeners. This is the issue. And this is why we keep calling out to you and saying, what do you want to listen to? What do you want to hear? Do you, know I mean? do you, do you just want us to just diss each other? All? I don't mind doing that. Everyone is very easy. But then again, if you want to listen about science and there's a specific topic you want to, you know, want us to discuss, put it in our chats, put it in our 
uh, Facebook group or Instagram, man, you know Twitter. We're, we're in a terrible time for science as well, man. Nothing really new oh, is horrible. happening like that. Like during, like it must have been so cool being alive in the fifties and sixties. If obviously, if you're from a certain demographic, because obviously everyone other than you know uh, specific groups were definitely marginalized. But mm. it must have been cool in the sense of you know the space race and you're seeing all these new inventions and new innovations come out. You know, people like, for example, can you imagine being a kid that growing up in an era where even a television was rare? And then by the time you're 60, it's like, oh, here's a mobile phone. Like, mm. that must have blown their goddamn minds. You know what I mean? But I just feel yeah, like we yeah. don't have, like, we, don't we, have, have that we have innovations, but they're so minute. You know what yes, it is? It's, it's not like even that, Aaron. Years, yes, is that innovations come by so quickly now that we don't care? Like they just, yeah. they just fly, bang, bang, AR. You know, what you know what it is? It's like, okay, we have a PlayStation 1. Shit mm. graphics, right? But it's a game that you can play. It's a console that you can play. Mm-hmm. We know that eventually we'll just get a console with better graphics that we can play, right? So even now, I can tell you by the time it gets PlayStation 10, I have a general idea of what it's going to be. It's probably going to be VR-based. It's going to be very good graphics. You're going to feel like you're actually in the game. But it's not something that I can't even fathom. Like, I'm sure if you were born in, I don't know, let's say the 30s or something like that, going to like the moon must have seemed like that's impossible. Mm. But like the technologies that they were coming up with was something that would really shock you because you just couldn't think of it. But I feel like everything that's coming out now is just a minor improvement over stuff that we already have. Mm. There's no actual real invention, so to speak. There's innovation. There's like improvement. But it's not really an invention. Do you know it's not something what the problem new. is also? I mean, this is probably for another episode, but there's something called Moore's Law where oh the God, computer, computer power like doubles or... The, year, like it doubles it? every year or something along those lines yeah, yeah, yeah. but the issue is we're reaching a point where we can't double anymore do you know what i mean like silicon it's the material which yeah yeah the material which electronics is based on you know we're reaching the limit of the material like this is why quantum computing is coming in and but this is way in the future we haven't even figured that out yet so there's going to be a point where the, the even the progress that we're going to make is going to be capped it's going to be so minute to the point where you can't even notice it for example, even imaging, like even, you know, 8K, what are we on now? 8K or something. They're even well, how discussing. How many more Ks can you make, bro? Like... But, but they're even discussing like the frequency at which, you know, it's, it's being displayed. Your eyes can't even detect it. Like your eyes are lower than the quality of the image that's been put out. So we've like, Jeremy, you know I mean? we've, we've maxed out on what we can see. I don't know what the future is going to hold. Hopefully something new. Maybe like actual, like you feel like you're in the TV. I don't know. But. Yeah, I think this is part of the problem as well, is that we're just reaching a cap at this level. Yeah, I I think I was, you know what, this is a topic for a whole different podcast, but I was watching this thing where they were talking about how if we can increase our energy production, Mm. there's different states of civilization. We're basically at like phase one. We're at the very beginning. But, you know, if we could, it's more about like overcoming that cap, as you said. But uh, maybe we can talk about that on the bonus episode or something, because, Mm. um, yeah, I just think that's a big topic and then we shouldn't just waste it on like a last five minute kind of that's true discussion. so go on maybe we just up. should we just end it there um you know thank you for listening to us uh this has been episode 20 something again we don't know but uh you know thank you for listening to us and sign up to our patreon if you want to have a bonus episode it's only what 2.99 a month come on you, you can do that it's one the price for one coffee really um and yeah the money will go to solace women's aid uh, like i said uh, maybe in last episode i think We'll be doing this for another year, uh, well, to the end of this year. 
and then we'll kind of see where we're at and see how it's going and you know maybe it'll be the end of the vrp maybe it'll be the continuation of the vrp we don't really know but you know thank you for being on a, with us on this journey so far it's been what roughly a year since we started um we've definitely grown we do appreciate that growth i mean listened to in all sorts of countries and you know that makes us very proud but like I said, if you want to, if you want to help us grow a bit further, maybe sign up to our Patreon, help out a good cause, and uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Steve, why didn't you say who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand? That was bloody brilliant.